This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Right, welcome to another episode of Mind Fuck. We are back. We are back, and we are still black. Uh, you know, always, welcome. always, and forever. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, it's your brother from another mother, better than your others. Uh, Pierce Christopher <laughs> here today. Hi, this is just Snaz. You all know me. I am your professional soapbox stander, official drinker and driver. And you will catch this hand salad if you on some bullshit, period. 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 Um, Shawnee is not with us today, but we send out our love to her. Hey, hey Shawnee. Hey. Ow. Ow. But today we have uh, a friend of mine and a friend, a fan of the show. Hey. Nicole is in the house today. Mm-hmm. Nick B. Fit. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. She and this bitch flexing. Okay. okay. I got to get some push-ups <laughs> in the here. parking lot when Nick I leave. Nick B. Fit out here looking ripped. Boy, I got my look. I'm she trying to look. Not. I got a little muscle. <laughs> Oh, okay, make me a little something. Listen, just let y'all know I'm not. I would never fight her. <laughs> I would. Listen, she got hands, she got arms, <laughs> she got legs. So uh-huh. I've been hearing that so much lately. Like, girl, these arms. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're amazing. Yeah. She get all the groceries Thanks. in the house no. on one trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm just gonna go hop in on our question of the day, which is, what's your favorite movie genre? <sighs> Romantic comedies. Romantic. I love rom coms. Like I have to watch a rom com like at least once a week. <laughs> you know, I love me some Sleepless in Seattle. I love me some uh, the, um, all of them. The breakup, all the rom coms. I'm your gal. Definitely, maybe it's my shit with Ryan Reynolds in it. I love rom coms. Yeah, it's hard for me to get into rom coms all the time because they have the same. <laughs> Essential storyline. They're, so cliche. They're yeah. so cliche. It's the same storyline. Like and so I would only watch rom coms mm-hmm. when they hit Netflix. I'm not gonna pay ten dollars. Oh baby, I don't pay. <laughs> that shouldn't have been a question. <laughs> that should have been a part of the question. <laughs> um, I don't have a favorite movie genre in my personal mm. opinion because I actually like TV shows more so. Mm-hmm. Like things that are more longevity have more longevity with me. Um, but if I had to pick one, I probably would pick like suspense, mm. like something's gonna invoke my thought process, make me be like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on?" Like, "Oh, she did what?" I'm that black guy in the theater, and I also <laughs> do love going to the movies, like on premiere night, especially like mm. on horror and suspense films, oh, when um, at the Star Theater where mm. everybody black is in the oh, audience yes. and screaming oh and hollering. Yeah. You have to go for the experience. <laughs> yes. That's a that's whole separate experience than going to the movies by yourself. If that's mm-hmm. the case, then just watch it when it comes out on DVD. 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 Oh my. Oh yeah. Or. Uh, I did say DVD. It shows how old I am, doesn't it? That shows how old I am. Like, you know what? But there are several movies that I'm still watching on DVD uh-huh. because they're not on Netflix, which shows also sense. my age, everybody. But <laughs> it's okay. You know, hey, I'm go- I'm growing with the times. Look, retro was in. Okay, retro's always in. Right, and DVD players and DVDs, they're not too outdated. So they're not. And I'm gonna le- let you have it. At least when you buy D- a DVDs, they come with a digital copy, so exactly. you can't be like, oh, I have an old fashioned segment, and then I have, <laughs> uh, I can download to my phone and yeah. do that. Um, Nick, what about you? I like action movies. Of course you do with those biceps. Okay, look. 
lay off her biceps. Keep okay? calm. <laughs> Keep calm. Relax. No, but like Black Panther, I love the Avengers. Like yeah. all oh, those yeah. movies. Um, romantic movies, love basketball. Like Beyond the Lights. Yes. That type of mushy gushy yes. stuff. Yes. I'm with you, sis. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> so, um, but aside from the you know romantic comms and the movies, we do have to hop into the stuff that's going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. So, Georgia, the state of Georgia might well the nation in general might be electing its first uh, black woman a governor. Oh, that's exciting! It is exciting. It's exciting. So, Stacey um, Abrams. Uh, she there was a, the battle of the Stacey versus Stacey. She was going against uh, Stacey Evans, who was uh, I think a moderate, or that's the audience she's appealing to. Kicked her ass. Uh, let me pull up some stats here. Come on, uh, stats. Let me come through with some stats Georgia. here. So she won seventy six point five percent of the the votes, which was about over four hundred and a bunch of uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. She's a politician, a lawyer, author, businesswoman, and she's attempting to make some history. So um, Georgia, let's let's get it together. Let's Let's fall on the right side of history here. How do you feel about that? I mean, I just want to, before I even get my thoughts, I'll just run down mm-hmm. her bio. Um, Go. Stacey Yvonne <laughs> Abrams. Wait, one more time. Stacey Yvonne Abrams <laughs> is an American politician, lawyer, romance novelist, Ooh. and a businesswoman who um, was a House Minority Leader mm-hmm. for the Georgia General Assembly and state representative for the 89th House District. She is a Democrat. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to Democrats. Um, when y'all acting right. Miss Abrams is uh, the Democratic nominee in the 2018 Georgia gubernatorial. Is that how you say it? Ele- I'm just what's going to be said enough. Close enough. <laughs> election in the first black. <laughs> that's where we are. Um, and the first black female major party nominee in the United States. Uh, for wow. A, yeah. So um, she's also running a prog- progressive um, platform focused on children issues and economic fairness. Um, would be the first ever African-American female govern- governor of, a United States, of the United States if elected. And she won the major vote for this particular election. So for all those black people who voted uh, out in last November against uh, Roy Moore in Alabama, we need that same energy black people (laughs) when you are voting her on November 6th in office. We need this. We need that. And also we need white folks to not to to make sure y'all voting on the right side of history, too, because black people, black women especially, we come out. We give Democrats the, the votes. But we need everybody. So we need to, because statistically speaking, you can look this up, that the nation does better economically overall in general when there is a democratic leader, democratic leadership. Yeah. So let's get let's, let's get out, keep that same energy, and let's do this, y'all. Uh, get hype, get that same energy. Just yeah. like, I'm gonna get a ding ding for Stacy Abrams. Yeah, Stacy. Get it, sis. What's her name again? Stacy Yvonne Abrams. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, but I'm really happy uh, mm-hmm. that we are in the head of progression here mm-hmm. um, with these things for our people, for the culture, mm-hmm. moving forward. Because it's, it's that time. And as we have seen through history, black women are, yet again, doing the jobs that everybody else should have been doing. Absolutely. And getting shit done. So, you know, usual. Shout out to black women. A Shout ding ding for black women as well. You know, because without a black woman, I wouldn't be here. Me neither. Okay. And and hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Negro and woman over here. So yeah. Yeah, but on the <laughs> on the outside and mm. unfortunate end, 
if you've been under a rock for the past two years, stay under uh, it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please stay under it at this point. But um, the NFL and the whole kneeling penalty um, is an issue for me, and it's not necessarily for the penalty itself. It's mm-hmm. just for the fact that people refuse to understand what the actual kneeling is about. So, um, of course, um, our head celebrity in charge, um, Fuck45. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Shiny, because I had to do that because you're not here today. <laughs> yes. Fuck45. Um, because of his narrative and his rhetoric, you know, with uh, Colin Kaepernick kneeling down back in 2016 and other um, teams and following suit for the protests against um, black people getting killed by cops, that's what the narrative is about. <laughs> Let's not talk about this not being against patriotism. Mm -hmm. They decided that they were going to penalize any players who were to penalize the team for players or any staff who were to kneel or do any protest during the Mm -hmm. actual uh, national anthem. But they have never they haven't specified yet on what those fines or penalties would actually be. But across the unanimous board of CEOs and owners, people who don't. White men. Let's put it out there. Let's put it out there. White men who don't resonate or don't understand or don't want to understand the narrative of what's actually going on with our people that the team players do. You know, they said they have a unanimous vote and decided that it's um, unpatriot-like or Mm -hmm. uh, um, (laughs) un-American, if you will, to do that. And um, it's really bothering me that, you know, like you're taking one message um, and taking a whole different fan base. So this is an opportunity for the fans, for us to educate the fans of the football, to of football, the fans of the world. Because keep in mind, sports brings people together. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, we have war, but the one thing we come together for is the fucking Olympics. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'll be like, America! And I go back to hating. We'd be like, oh, go America! And fuck America at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, your thoughts, your opinions. Like, I, yeah. I'm... You know. The thing about that is uh, none of the actual players were involved in the discussion. No mm-hmm. one ever asked them what, how they felt about this policy before they passed it. Um, once again, it's just, like you said, white folks painting a narrative, catering to their, their fan base, and making it seem as though somehow free speech at this point is kind of being taken away from our players. Um, and like you were saying, like you yeah, during the athlete, they'd have to stand up for it or they had to stay in the locker room. Um, but the NFL Player Association said they will challenge any part of this new policy that um, that violates the collective bargaining agreement here. And this is amazing me because seventy five percent of the NFL, maybe a little more than that, they're black. Mm-hmm. So that that shows you right there that we're constantly being left out of the conversation. And this is. Just another way to silence us. And like you said, how 45 painted the narrative of somehow this being something against the armed forces and against the flag. When and essentially the national, I don't even know why we even sing the national anthem in the first place at these games. It has nothing to do with sports. If you look up the history of the actual full anthem, it's full of racist shit. So, I mean, look, fuck the NFL. I don't watch the shit anyway. So I really think we should take this opportunity um, amongst ourselves to just kind of just boycott the, the NFL any way we can. Yeah. It's, Which, you know. It, it's a point where, I mean, I like watching football, but mm. do I... Who doesn't? Who doesn't like watching football? Right. But yeah. um, it's a p- American pastime. It's stuff mm. that we grew up on, the Super Bowl, something that we look forward to, mm-hmm. halftimes, and just the whole camaraderie of what it brings to the mm. situation. So we should be able to, in that narrative, mm-hmm. bring... 
protest and bring messages across the board for everybody to be on the same to be on the same yeah. accord. Being that we're all on the same accord about sports in general. We are. Um, and <laughs> I'm laughing because Steve Kerr, uh, yeah. Steve Kerr of the, the NBA, NBA <laughs> where <laughs> they have some sense and where, which they appear to have some respect for the freedom of speech and. Protests on the, the end of their players there. Yeah. He said, I th- just think it's <laughs> typical of the NFL, basically trying to use the anthem as fake patriotism, yep. nationalism, scaring people. Mm-hmm. It's idiotic. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to fuck 45. Yeah. Let's stop singing the anthem. Like, there is absolutely no reason in the world why we should be singing the anthem, period. If you want people to stop kneeling during the anthem, stop making us fucking listen to it and sing it. I mean, period. also, they play basketball and other sports that we have here in other countries, but they don't sing the national anthem No, they there. don't. So how does it correlate to the actual game? It has absolutely nothing to do with the song or anything So, in, and in part to it, so I don't understand. And so protesting the, the, the protest itself is a great protest. It's, But mm-hmm. I think now it's taken it out into a different hand, but the players say they're not going to stop. It shouldn't. Um, period. Not with the demographics of the NFL being predominantly black men. No, because that means you don't give a yeah. fuck about the black men. First of yeah. all, you want us to chuck and jive. Mm-hmm. You want us to sing. You want us to throw balls. You want mm-hmm. us to dance and perform. You want us to clean up afterwards. Like at the, <laughs> en- at, at the end of the day, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much you're paying me, my people are dying in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just feel as though that when it comes down to it, I personally wouldn't be able to sit and work for an organization. I mean, I understand they're paying me millions of dollars, and today since they're not, my narrative and my thought about that is different. But it just overall, just con- social awareness, like mm-hmm. you have to understand that money's not everything. Mm-hmm. It's about the ultimate justice. They're in a privileged position where like, they're in these, these guaranteed contracts where they have to pay them. So you have they to pay really me. don't have much so to lose. So if you find a team. You're you... injury away from your career being over, so you might as well do something important while you're fucking there anyway. Period. Period. Yeah, you know, so. so that's that on NFL. Fuck the NFL. And fuck 45. And fuck 45. <laughs> and fuck anybody else that thinks that that the protest was anything other than what we've been telling y'all motherfuckers it was about. Like, how do we tell you <laughs> to your face every day? Like, yeah. hey, this is what it's about. And you're like. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm cooking rice. No, it's not. Why no, did you kneel? No, those are green beans. Why did you kneel? I'm protesting. Uh-oh. No, you're not. You hate America. I'm kneeling because I hate America. Yeah. Sure, and I told you that I wasn't. Bet. 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 I'm gonna keep hating America that's the case <laughs> because my point is still not getting across. Ugly. But you know, um, also with that going on, mm-hmm. uh, we do have uh, one thing that I'm actually happy about is Harvey Weinstein. I guess turning himself in. Mm-hmm. The circumstance. I wish you could see the air quotes. <laughs> yeah, I'm turning himself in because uh, he turned himself in and then he had a million dollar bail mm-hmm. that he's now off on uh he turned in his passport he um is on GPS watch so he can go to like New York and Connecticut what, I Connecticut believe. and stuff like that so he's pretty much free he's pretty much free he probably never leaves that zone in the first place yeah so. it it just goes back to the you know story about white men having the privilege to do those type of things because if it was anybody else and I'm not mm-hmm. going to say just specifically black men but I will Um. (laughs) If it was was anybody else that wasn't a white man, Mm -hmm. there would be immediate situations. The bail would be set higher than a million dollars. It would be something obscene for us to get those in now. There are black men and women sitting in jail right now that haven't been convicted of a crime. Period. And they're in jail for probably non-violent crime. So you do the math about yeah. well, we technically, got white privilege working here. White male privilege. And then we have a man with power and money. Mm-hmm. And that's working for him very well. But very well. Harvey Weinstein technically has not been charged, even though we know he's done these things. Mm-hmm. So just on, poli- on 
PLC. Still. You know, just on. There are a lot of people that haven't been convicted correct. yet and they're in jail. Yeah. They're sitting because they can't afford their bail or it's extremely high or they don't get get set any amount of money to be bailed out. You, you're sitting here until we figure this out. So Yeah. And know. so, um, you know, he's been uh, accused of doing sexual harassment and sexual assault rape. to rape. Um, I mean, all of it. All of it to 70 women, and mm-hmm. only in this particular case, is only to, based on two cases. Um, but Rose McGowan is here for it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've been standing up for it. I've been talking about it for years. None of you people have listened to me. Nobody has said nothing to me. And now um, the Me Too movement and women mm-hmm. are actually standing up for themselves and pushing the narrative that is that time. I mean, you know, with... Um, again, Bill Cosby and the things that are happening with all these men in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. that are the narrative being pushed like for years you've done that. Also, it's a Mm -hmm. generational thing that we now know that I'm not putting up with this shit. Absolutely. Period. Creepy uncles like Morgan Freeman. mm -hmm. We talked about it a little bit earlier um, off air about the creepy uncle uh, narrative and how the me like this movement, the Me Too movement, which was started by a black woman in what, 2008 or 2006, a black woman started that, so let's get that straight. So with this now, with our generation, the millennials are realizing more and more like, this is not okay for my uncle to be making inappropriate comments or looking at my body or making me feel weird because of anything. So this is a chance for us to look in our own circle and look at the men in our lives, the creepy uncles, and stop protecting them and correcting them and keeping them away from our children. Yeah. You know, instead of trying to uh, save face because the world already sees black people as being bad people and we want to protect these creepy uncles. Like, okay, you know. We need to make sure that we're protecting our children first and fuck these creepy uncles. And if any creepy uncle got a problem, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here, yeah. you know, what, <laughs> twice a month. So Listen, I'm not hiding. You know, so. I'm not hiding <laughs> with the hand salad real quick. The creepy uncle does not, yeah. um, it's, it's not excluding the creepy fathers, the mm-hmm. creepy cousins, yep. the creepy neighbors. Yep. They're, they're not excluding them as well mm-hmm. because everybody essentially might be a creepy uncle. Yep. So just remember that in that narrative because... When it comes to like Morgan Freeman, for example, mm-hmm. he said he made an apology. He said I didn't understand that you know I my intentions were not to offend anybody in this situation. And then you realize looking back for the generation that they actually come from, you know, where it was excusable, where it was definitely excusable. It was like normalized, more. especially for men and men with money. Mm-hmm. To do those things, and now I think Morgan Freeman immediately got because the day it came out, he immediately that day came out with a statement like, "All right, hey, it's not my intent," you know, and yeah. you know, so at least he understood. I that think that's point. the issue too, Paris. I think people look at they don't realize that it's not necessarily about your intent; it's about the impact. Yeah, and people don't look. Okay, well, I didn't intend to offend anybody, but you did. Mm-hmm. You, you, that's why you, before you speak or do something, you need to be like, okay, what are my intentions? Are they in line with my impact? Yeah. And if you can't, those two don't go together, then you should just not do it. And to my knowledge, he's the first person to actually like openly, publicly apologize. You know, um, I have no idea. I think somebody I, else might have. Might have. Not tell you. Can't can't tell you because I mean, <laughs> yeah. so this happens so often. It does. You it's know? every fucking day. There's always something new, and but yeah. I'm glad that with social mm-hmm. media and people actually standing up for themselves and feeling like they have the mm-hmm. right to own to their truth and by what's happened to them, mm-hmm. and they feel like they can actually open up and say what has happened to them. Mm-hmm. And Morgan Freeman, I applaud you for apologizing, but you're still creepy. I don't applaud Morgan Freeman because you shouldn't have done it in the first place. But, so. yeah. But, I mean, you know, you know old, to old dogs do old shit. Old dogs, old dogs. You know we do to old dogs? <laughs> Not you talking about euthanizing. <laughs> but, um, again, go back to the uh, Me Too. Shout out to, again, black women yeah. making the movement happen. Yeah. Because um, 
If it wasn't for that, you know, you know, we wouldn't have got this far no, with always. that. So shout out to black women again. <laughs> always. Always, mm-hmm. always. So, right. so speaking of black women and just relationships in general, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's pivot off of that. Uh, social media has been going on this thing. Um, for a while now, it's like the Blackout Bay. Is yeah. that what it's called, Paris? Um, I'm. We're gonna call it Blackout Bay. <laughs> we're gonna Blackout Bay, where people are posting pictures on social media of their bays and booze. I saw one person, one girl was with someone for ten years. She said in like a caption, and his face is blurred out. What is up with that? Well, <laughs> so I. I've been in, uh, especially when social media was new, uh-huh. and it's exciting. I was in a public relationship. I posted pictures right. all the time on Facebook. My profile pictures was me and him and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And it comes with a lot of things that are unnecessary because people don't know how to mind their business. Right. And, yes, if I put my business out there, people are mistaken that it's your business as well, but it's not. And so um, if I do get into another relationship, mm-hmm. I personally probably won't um, post pictures of me and my babe because especially with branding and Instagram being more about business than social now, I don't, I really don't feel the need to do that. And that's a personal thing. Keep your relationships private. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I don't post my friends all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I post my significant other all the time. And yeah, then if that's I, not a part of your posting habit. Yeah, you know? and I also don't have the time for people to DM me like, oh, so you would, that's, mind your business. <laughs> mind your fucking business, yeah. huh? And just don't <laughs> post them if you can't show their face. Like, what are you hiding? What are they hiding? Like, don't post them if you're not going to post them. Is it you doing it? Is it the significant other that doesn't want to be posted? I mean, you can show, that doesn't seem like a healthy relationship there. You now, know? I have done this. The picture is cute <laughs> of me. Uh-huh. And I've cropped, <laughs> cropped the other, the other of the other person because but it was because you was cute in the picture. I was cute in the picture, but it's not like I'm blocking out Bay. Yeah, but it's more like Bay. By the way, I was cute in this picture. Don't be offended. Yeah. But um, this is yeah. my time. I actually, <laughs> I actually went trolling uh, a few days ago where I put a picture of my Bay up and put a thing over her face. It was really Hel- funny. It was interesting. Hilarious. Because it, like I literally post her on my page and I had a few people ask me like, "Well, who is she?" I'm like. Literally, there's a picture like a, a below this of her face showing. Clearly, I'm trolling, and clearly, you are not paying attention. So that just right. kind of just shows that people like to create these things in their head, and they, and they like that drama, and they they like that type Perception of shit. Perception is reality for people. For people, yeah. and they're drunk, even though reality that what's happening is right underneath it. Right under, like so, literally legit, yeah. right under. Like, so just I, look down. It's look down. <laughs> but I I personally post my my boo on my page because that's just what I do. Like I I want her to post me. That's just the thing. I think we should all leave it up to personal choice. And I think if someone's telling you to block their face out, if you're doing that, then you probably should just not post them. Yeah. Because you need to have a conversation with that person and figure out, like, what the, what's really going on and figure out from there. Like you said, you don't post a lot in general. So it wouldn't be out of the norm for you not to post your babe. But I post, like... Every time my friend has a bir- one of my friends have a birthday, I post a post about them. So mm-hmm. it would just it, that's part of my like my online behavior. So. And on my Instagram, people like yeah. pictures of my face. So yeah. I would prefer so we'll be out to of keep norm. it that yeah. way. Of your face. So, yeah, so, <laughs> of so my face. In conclusion, <laughs> so in conclusion, we can all agree that we sh- it should all be based on a conversation with the, your significant other, your bae, your boo, and go from there. Post them, don't post them, but just have that conversation so you all are clear. So you're not with someone for 10 years. If I want to post you, I'm going to post you. So if you <laughs> have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a problem for if my bae were, if I had one, mm-hmm. would post, post me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be upset that you posted me because that's right. your choice to do so. Mm-hmm. However, I Some probably won't. Because that's because you guys are probably right. clear on where y'all stand. 
so it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Now, if you did that and they was like, what the hell are you doing? Then that means you need to have a Something conversation. Going Something going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why you post to him and, <laughs> yeah. he not po- and she not posting you? See, you didn't mind because you're you like, know. that's my boo, post me. Yeah, have a good time. Yeah. Use your Instagram to the yeah. whatever you want to use your Instagram for. Right. Please boost me up. But if we together don't post nobody else, <laughs> let's be very, very, See, very clear. conversations. Mm-hmm. It's to be communication is key there. There we go. Definitely. Communication, y'all. Talk to your boo, talk to your bae, and you know, keep it sweet and don't worry about what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. post me when you support Nick B. Fit. Yeah. Yeah. Post when you support Nick B. Fit when you post yeah. Paris Chris, when you're yeah. supporting Paris Christopher, when you're supporting Justin Nash. Yeah, drop a link or something to my music <laughs> right. or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, or, you know, because especially when people start supporting you and they be like, oh, shout out to my boo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another because I say my boo to other people, so it's not always taken that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a matter of the, the intent. That affects the impact. There we go. There we go. You dropping the bombs. Yeah. But speaking of dropping bombs, I just oh. want to know who's, what location are you dropping today? What All hands right, you so giving? I'm going to keep this one very brief. Um, once again, social media, uh, Twitter, I like to refer to that as hashtag on here um, for some reason. Okay. Um, I'm black. You all probably know that, guess that. <laughs> there's no denying that. No. And there's been a lot of conversation about um, the N-word. Uh, and not Nicki Minaj, not that N word. <laughs> the other N word, a nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, simply, I've been seeing a lot. Well, there was a Kendrick Lamar incident where he got on stage, <gasps> yeah. and uh, a lot of fans that go to hip hop, you know, um, concerts are white. Mm-hmm. So he pulls someone on stage, and of course, more than likely, they was a white woman. She gets up there and she singing these words of the song and then the, the nigga starts flying and at some point he kind of chastises her about it um, because I, he should have known that was going to happen number one but number two she should have had more knowledge and more sense in her mind to skip over the word so this is for specifically white folks and also other people of color um, Asian people that think they can use the word nigga you cannot use the word nigga okay when I was growing up and I'm sure all of you had a childhood at some point. <laughs> you weren't allowed to use certain words around your parents or just around grown folks in general. Some people might still have that same respect. I cuss in front of everybody. I don't give a fuck, grandma, whoever. Now I'm a grown up. And you had it in your mind to skip over those words. You knew what to say. You know what to say in, certain peop- in front of certain people. So what is it in someone that's not, that's, that is not black's mind where they think that just because it's in a song they can say it? You can skip, hop, do the double dutch, not say excuse me in a grocery store your way around cuss words in front of Nana and them. But you can somehow when you see the N-word, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like just flies on shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot say nigga, okay? And for those, you know, black folks that let their white friends say the N-word, like what is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Don't do that. If you are white... And or, or a person of color that's not black and you are using the N-word in front of me, I am going to slap you. I'm sorry. I am going to embarrass you. I'm going to be like, did you just call me a, the other N-word with the R on the end? I'm going to make a fucking scene. <laughs> make a whole I'm going to embarrass you so crazy in front of everybody and then I'm going to punch you in the mouth and then I'm going to call the police on myself <laughs> because make you was going to do it. You was going to do it. I'm just going to beat you to the punch. and like, get my dad on the phone, get him down here, get me out of jail. But yeah. Um, I think it's just inappropriate. Um, you guys should not have made the word up in the first place. I don't even know where y'all got it from. Probably stole it from when y'all was colonizing somewhere. Shouldn't have made the word up. We reclaimed that word. Also, let's get back to reclaiming words. If you are not a gay man, don't say the F word. Okay. 
Let's get that right. You hear me? If you are not a gay man or identify as a gay man, also don't say the F word. If you are not a woman, then you should not be calling women bitches, period. Okay? Also that. And if you are a not a lesbian or identify as a lesbian woman, you should not be saying the D word, the D-Y-K-E word, okay? Those are all offensive. It all falls into the same motherfucking category, okay? Do not say the fucking N word if you are not fucking black, okay? I do not give a fuck if your boyfriend black, if your mama got a black husband. I don't give a fuck. Do not say the fucking N word because you will piss me black. off. My best friend's black. I don't give a fuck about your proximity to blackness, okay? Because you are not black. Don't say the motherfucking N-word, okay? Period. Because if you say the motherfucking N-word, you're going to be using another N-word. That's 911 <laughs> to call to get me the fuck from around your neck, okay? Do we, are we clear? Are we clear on that? If you are not black, 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 <laughs> black. I don't give a Puerto Rican. You are not black. <laughs> you're Chinese. You're not black. You are not fucking black. Don't fucking say it. And if you got a problem or if any black person has a problem with the fuck I'm saying, you can fucking feel free to send me your location, but just be aware that you should bring bandages and you should be ready to fucking fight, period. And don't forget to bring a kale salad. Yeah. So how do y'all feel about that? Like when it, other when um, those like <laughs> words that we reclaim is minority like groups. has a past because he can be like bitch to me. I was going to say that's different because okay. no, that's it, also a little bit a part of the culture. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's a matter of... Mm -hmm. This it's about who I can say it to. There's other girls. Mm -hmm. There's in girls context. in context. Mm -hmm. There's girls on girls who be like, "Don't call me a bitch." Mm -hmm. There's girls who say to other women, "Like, hey, I'm not a I bitch." I like being called to be work. I don't like. Mm -hmm. I don't right. like it. Please don't do it. However, um, sometimes it's a term of endearment. And it's a slip of the tongue. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah. it depends on what culture you come from. It depends on what lifestyle you come from. On because I do them all the time. Like, bitch. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Talking to my homegirls, my homegirls know that I'm not being offensive. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying, oh, you stupid bitch. And if I say it, also there's a difference a way about how you do it because mm -hmm. bitch with a hard B, like, bitch. Whoa. I'm offended. That's offensive. <laughs> yeah. Like, but he'd be like, bitch. The big booty B. Bitch. I'm like, upset. bitch. It's different, you know, however you set it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a, Gay man, I don't use the F word. Mm -hmm. Hence, I didn't say it. See, I don't say it either. You know, um, I have in the past, but growing up, I realized that I am choosing not to reclaim that word yes. because it's unnecessary. Um, and as I, as I speak on my sexuality um, or the culture that I'm from, LGBTQ, mm -hmm. that they... Um, have their own words that they use, but they come from offensive places. Um, nigga, most people don't call me nigga, mm -hmm. like, in conversation. I don't have many friends yeah. that be like, what up? I might have some, like, straight guy friends that I have or, like, what up, my nigga? And that's cool, but I don't have, like, anybody being like, nigga. <laughs> you know, I don't know about, like, saying, like, I, I don't know any habitual like nigga users. I don't have any habitual, habitual yeah. nigga users. Yeah. So, like, if you say it to me as a black person, it's cool, but I don't. I'm not even cool with everybody saying nigga to me in that regard. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because it's just something that I'm not accustomed to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, however, whatever floats your boat. But, I mean, if you need to be in that demographic in order to use, the, mm -hmm. you need to be a part of that culture yeah. to understand what that is. If you don't understand that culture, then what's the point of you using the word? Yeah. Try to be cool. Like, um, I'm not here for white people having a pass no. on nigga. Mm -hmm. I'm not here for... Um, 
if I can't call you a cracker without you being offensive, if I can't call you an essay without being offensive, if I can't call you a chink without being offensive, if I can't call you a wetback without being offensive. Jesus Christ, like, Paris. Okay, I, we get I, it. I mean, there's a list of slurs. <laughs> I know. And I'm not damn. calling anybody those things, but these are, you yeah. know, you can look these up. I would never use that language because I'm number one, like you said, I'm not in that culture and I know it's offensive. Even, yeah. if, they're, even if people of other groups are calling each other those names. I know that I'm not part of that demographic, like yeah. you said, so I would never in my life open my mouth and to say that in private to you or to them. And by the way, everybody that's listening, yes, I did say those words, but I'm using those <laughs> as those are the list of slurs that people have used in the past. And if you are currently using nigga, don't be offended that I said it today. Mm. Yeah. So there's, that's, that's that because that. okay. that, I'm not calling you out. It's just a matter of me giving that list respect. It seems like people want to come into our culture and... Like take things from it, and that is one thing. You are y'all are trying to get it to hip hop, and you're not good at that. But that N word is something that you need to keep your hands and your vocal cords off. And period. I don't know why Kendrick didn't think about that beforehand. Right. Like. Yeah. You knew what song. I'm sure at every show yeah. you have a song. And not to blame to him, but on. you knew. You know, but you knew that at every concert you have a song that mm-hmm. you're going to, that same song that you're going to bring a fan on stage to. So at this particular concert, where you know with social media and cameras, you peeled this white girl up who is a fan of yours, and I kind of feel bad for her. In a I sense. don't. The reason why I feel bad she for her, she should have known better too. Here's my thing though: <laughs> in the hype of it all, you on stage with your favorite artist. You done bought tickets. You front row for her to pick you out of the audience. At this point in time, you blanked out. She probably don't remember that moment until after she said it, and she was like, "Oh shit." I'm on TV. I'm on. I'm on a big screen. I'm about to be on the shade room. About to be on everywhere. Mm. If white people follow the shade room, um, <laughs> you know, I'm about to have all these things about me. So I kind of feel bad for her in that sense. But like you said, you should have mm. knew better. But my thing is that in the hype of it all, like that's your jam. That's no. your song because, you know, I, this is where I'm at with that. I she I shouldn't have said it. Shouldn't have said it. She shouldn't have said it. But <laughs> I see where she's probably like fuck. <laughs> Damn. Good. I fucked up. Yeah. What's yeah. her social media so I can harass her online? I'm uh-uh. kidding. She's I'm probably kidding. already like deleted her. Her shit private. Her shit's already private <laughs> or deleted now. Yeah, white people just 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 refrain from it. Like like I said, there's probably plenty of words that you all you don't say in front of your parents and other people because you know. Like you just don't yeah. say nigga. And like, this is not specific to even white the, people. It's yeah, this is people anybody not a culture. Yep, anybody no, not even that, just anybody that's a person of color that is not black. And anybody that's white, like, just don't say nigga. Like, just don't do it's it. It's not yours. It's not yours. Say that shit in private in your bathroom in the shower, but don't say that shit in front of me. Yeah. Or on social media. So, yeah, that's that. All right. Yeah. So, you know. That was stress. That is, you know, got to get, so, get that off our chest. So, Paris, what's up? I mean, you got a question you want to ask us today? You know, I always got questions, my dear. <laughs> my dear, I always have questions. And this question has been floating around social media for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been seeing memes about it. And I'm just not sure as to what's up with people in this whole, and this is my question, the form mm. of the question. I'm not sure what's up with people in this whole, if you don't have, uh, you people make time for what they make time for. That's really fucking with me right now. Why? Um, yeah. And I'll get into that. <laughs> um, I have a question. I, I have a question. I'm why do people Put my feet up. Why do people have... This complex with people and time management of that sort, like, and it's usually said for personal usage, mm-hmm. like when you're dating somebody or your friends are not returning your phone calls or something like that. Now, I'm a, a habitual busybody. Um, as you can see from my Instagram, I have like several different tags that I'm mm-hmm. doing at the same time. You know, at the same venue on that same day. So, what you make time for. 
is not necessarily the case because I do miss hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I do would like to have time to have a significant other. I would like to have these things, but priorities come first. Okay, and at this age, it's not like niggas not trying to get their life together. Right. You know what I'm saying? I under I understand that. Snaz, you might have something to do. You got a new book coming out. Or you have a new book that just came out. Okay. Again, shout out to Snaz and her book. Yeah. Um, but if you're on a press tour or if you are promoting your book, or if you are doing a show, if you're hosting, if you have family, you have a girlfriend, mm-hmm. you have things that are going on, I'm not going to text you like, Oh, or make subtweets like, oh, people make time for what they want to make time for because you didn't return my text message fast enough or because you declined the offer today. Like, if you are upset because I'm doing too much, Mm -hmm. then what are you doing? (laughs) Not enough. Period. So I'm not understanding that social concept um, of why people feel the need to feel that way. And I feel like it's more of a younger mentality, you know, because of people at a younger age not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sitting on social media, or if you're in school and your class, you don't have classes on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, at 21, you know, you're going out to the bars with your friends, and maybe your friend needs some time. Keep in mind, also, I may need a personal fucking day, okay? Because I do so fucking much, and if I don't answer your text messages today, that is okay. You know what I'm saying? But don't be like, oh, subtweeting or making posts about, oh, well, people make time for what they want to make time for. Like, at that point in time, it's like. Again, what are you doing? Set your priority. So if you ever feel that way, people, here's my advice. Set your priority list up. Don't be offended that other people are doing other things that don't necessarily involve you. Support. Be there. Because a lot of my a lot of times our friends, I'm busy all the time. Our friends come to our mind fucked parties. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the time that I get with them. That's the time that I enjoy with them. Our friends come to uh, my shows and see me dance or come in on my off day or at least check on me and text up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not ever about that. And if people who are asking that question or having that issue, it's because you don't have nothing else to do. And that's the problem. Like and to a certain extent as well, because people do make time for what they want to make time for. But it's not a matter of, this, at this point in my life, do I have a chance to, I make time for things that are going to benefit me. And at this point, if you're not fucking me, feeding me, or financing me, okay. you know what I'm saying, <laughs> then I have to put you lower than the priority list. The, the triple F. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really good on the triple F. If you're not fucking me, feeding me, or financing me, and you're upset about this point, you need to find you a hustle, a hobby, and some hours, okay? <laughs> and get something going for yourself. What? The three Fs and the three Hs. <laughs> Okay, because I don't have the fucking time to sit here and feel bad. Don't make me feel bad because I'm progressing, Mm -hmm. because I'm doing something, or because I just want to be by myself today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's really exhausting being me. You know what I'm saying? Having to be personable and being in everybody's face all the time. Sometimes I need a personal day. Or if I'm not on a personal day, I am doing business, making money, trying to secure the next bag. Like this generation is about hustle. Period. Nobody wants to work the nine to five anymore. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to work the nine to five and not have the security, I got to pay for my own health care. I have to pay for my own insurance on my car. I don't have the same coverage that everybody else do. I have to find out where my next my next available dollar is coming from. So, no, money's my time is made out of money right now. And that's where it comes down to. And it's not offense to anybody else. But I just want you, if you do feel that way, once again, to sit back, relax and prioritize your shit because I would never be offended if my friends don't have the time for me if they're actually doing something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're not doing nothing, I do get it, but I still at least respect you to be like, all right, cool, you need a personal day from your not doing shit. (laughs) You know? So that's just where I am with that. 
Um, if you uh, have anything, disagreements, you know, you can tweet me. Mm-hmm. You know, you can Instagram me, DM me. I like to hear other, other people's thoughts about it. Um, yeah, make sure y'all do that. You know, how do y'all feel about what he's talking about, everybody? Make sure I respond to Yeah, that. and, like, I want you guys to also, like, reach out to us. Like, if you listen mm-hmm. to our segments, if you like our segments, or you disagree, like, join the conversation mm-hmm. with us. Because this is something that we want to hear from you guys about as well. But that was my question. Um, it wasn't like full on in depth. I kept it short, sweet to the point because there's nothing more to say about that. Yeah. You know, find your own shit to do, and then we'll have this conversation when <laughs> you're busy and yeah. I'm calling you. I'm calling you. you know, if I am calling you, or I just run into you at the event that I invited you to, because yeah. we're all networking. Yeah, I think you make. A, I think you make some good points there. Um, it's so easy to just say you can make time. Like it's a lot. We're young. Um, the world, people are working multiple jobs and doing a lot of things, taking care of their families. I the mean, economy is fucked. The economy is fucked. I mean, there are different systems in place to make life harder for people that look like us. You know, so, I mean, I'm going to make time when I have time. And sometimes that time doesn't involve you, and you shouldn't be mad about it. You know what I'm saying? And even if I had 25 hours in a day, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't I'm have time. I'm sleeping for an extra hour. Okay, I need that extra hour. Extra hour. Okay. Yeah. Like, my eyes are puffy. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I can't even get my life together because no. I have to do so much. And this is a shame, just sidebar, that people are out here working 40 hours a week and can't support their families. Mm-hmm. Like, so. Poverty porn. People love that shit. He walked 76 miles, worked 55 jobs, and, you know, he got his degree. Like, he shouldn't have had to do all of that in the first place. You know. To, to survive, to, to to survive because that's yeah. that's majority of your life is working. Mm-hmm. What we understand is that majority of our lives is going to be not doing what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because who wants to go to work? Like, who wants to go to work? The nigga that's not doing shit, making all the millions? Yeah, unless you're working for yourself. But if you're working for yourself, <laughs> that's called a hobby. That, that's, that's called a hustle and a hobby that you make for yourself. Like, is Diddy, you know, out here, like, upset? He like his job because he don't got to leave the house to make money. He don't have to leave he the house can, to make He money. could just not do anything for the rest of his life and just sit back and his money's right. going to grow. Right, right but guess what? He had to hustle, oh. and I'm sure that he didn't have time for people either. I'm sure Jay-Z didn't have time for people either. I'm sure Rihanna don't have time for people either. I mean, I'm sure Beyonce really don't have time for people. I don't know. I feel like they might have more time because they have a team to do more things for them. So they might personal um, assistants, people that cook for them. But when so you're, they probably uh, do have more time. But when you're ahead of a brand, though, like, and you're really hands-on. Like, I, I mean, kinda, doing shit. Like, like we said in our last episode about Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Like, Rihanna is really hands-on with her brand. Mm-hmm. Like, so I can see her not having the time. Like, you dropping... Lingerie, you dropping perfume, you dropping makeup, you dropping music. But boo, she's dropping wine. So she can take all the time off that she needs. We can't yeah. do that. We but don't have that luxury. Not today, we do. No, not today. Not today. Put yeah. into existence. So, like Coming he said, <laughs> Coming soon. Like, <laughs> like Paris said, what the fuck are you doing to fill your day up? Yeah. So, get you some business. Mm-hmm. Nikki, please. your thoughts? I got a lot of thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, people make time for what they want to make time for. I would say, in the highest aspect, people use that in shape. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're trying to talk to somebody or be consistent with somebody and they're not being consistent with you, mm-hmm. it's like, why are you not making time for me? Mm-hmm. But, like, me, I'm busy. I'm training maybe eight hours a day, and I still have two other jobs. So mm-hmm. I make time for what I want to make time for. I do. My friends know my busy schedule, so I rarely see them, but we always text. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as you had Something's better than nothing. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I'm doing. Yeah. So. And there's nothing wrong for that, mm-hmm. I don't feel like. So. No. Yeah. I mean, there's that. And talk to me. If you feel like uh, you're not getting enough time, maybe we should have a conversation so we can understand what right. is going on. Get that Conversation. Communication is the theme of the show today. If yes. Communication. Communicate. Because if I tell you that I'm busy, then ask me. The follow-up question is, well, when are you not busy? 
Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, my calendar. But, but that's an answer. But, but that's an answer. But see, at least let's have that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's about communicating. Because maybe I can set up a day mm-hmm. where I can spend a couple hours with you right. at a coffee shop. Or we can come watch movies. Or if my one chill day, I can sacrifice that chill yeah. day to come do something we with you. We can take a nap together. I but, mean, plan out stuff three weeks in advance. <laughs> yep. Listen. And that's, I tell people all the time. Listen. I get a schedule for my job every for two weeks ahead. So, at this point, you book me two weeks ahead, then we straight. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if not, yeah. try in two more weeks. Try in two more weeks. <laughs> try, you know, <laughs> try next try month. later. Well, now that we are here, <laughs> and I'm glad to have our special guest in the room today, we're going to talk about fitness. Fitness. We're going to talk about health. Ooh. We're going to talk about Nick F- B. Fit. I was about to say, you better not bomb my name. It's on I'm not going to bomb your name. <laughs> it's on your shirt. It's it on is. your shirt. <laughs> yes. Are you selling those? No. No? She said not yet. That's what no means. Not, that's yeah, what no means. Not yet. Not yet. Not well, no, like, no, no. No means no, but in this that. case, that, <laughs> that means not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I actually have crop tops. I only made one tank top, and that was for me. So it was just a crop tops to wear. Yeah. And Snaz, you're wearing a shirt of your own? I am. wearing my own brand. Okay. Yeah. I need to get on that. I need my own t-shirt. I have a logo. I just need my own t-shirt. It's a very nice logo. Wait, no. I'm not waiting. I just need... Uh, <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it, y'all. I got you things coming it. very Everybody soon. Everybody here like so. But for, but for those who already have their brands popping. Pop. Uh, popping. Let's talk about... about? Let's talk about Nick. So, hey... Uh, Bill not bought. <laughs> um, real quick, just give us a little background about yourself. Hey. So my name is Nicole. I am, how old am I? 27 years old. <laughs> That's you know, you forget after 24. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> OU alumni graduated with the bachelor's in biology, Spanish minor, in 2015. Mm-hmm. I just got accepted into a physical therapy assistant program today. Okay. <laughs> Come on, so great news. You put on the air. Whoop, whoop. So, yeah. Um, I'm in love with fitness. I love working out. I love training. It's my passion. Um... I'm a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut her mic off. Get her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate on the Virgos. <laughs> what else do you want to know? Uh, well, Not we have you. several questions. We so have we a got lot you. of questions. <laughs> you in the hot seat. So, our uh, first question: You say you're in love with fitness. Yes. Uh, we can tell um, <laughs> that you're athletic. What motivated you actually to get into fitness? Um, I want to say since high school, I've been active. I was in marching band. I was a majorette, so that made me get active. Mm-hmm. Um, after high school, I didn't want to gain the freshman 15 in college. So that's when I started doing it's the real thing. Definitely a real mm-hmm. thing. When you eat ramen noodles, it's real. Um, <laughs> so I started running like maybe three times a week, three miles. Then I lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, I don't want to be small. So I got a trainer at LA Fitness. Then just training, learning a lot of things. So just been active ever since. Shout outs. Like, I mean, I need to get motivated like that. I'm working on it. You can watch it. my Instagram and just get motivated. Here yes, at Nick <laughs> BeFit. Yeah. Nick B. Fit on Instagram. Uh, uh, um, yes. As a black woman, how important is health and fitness to you and your communities? Um, I'm sorry. I did. definitely took notes, guys. <laughs> um, I would say now, in this day and age, a lot of black females are into fitness because they see a lot of Instagram models. They want to get that shape and size. Mm-hmm. But I think besides that, it's important because health is a serious thing. We don't want to get old and have diabetes. Even at a mm-hmm. young age, you don't want to have diabetes or heart disease, which is the number one killer. So, you know, I, it's just important to stay active, stay healthy, get healthy, mm-hmm. stay out the hospital. So it's kind of all much. It's kind of all about um, 
breaking that generational, generational. health yep. trauma. Yeah. Because a lot of us have these bad eating habits passed yeah, down to us. from your mama and your grandma and yeah. your grandma. Like soul food. They Big mama died from eating soul food. They kept on And eating. they kept eating they it kept every eating Sunday. It. And they, and they kept eating it. She got her leg that. cut off, y'all. And yeah. they kept eating it regardless yeah. of Y'all know, so with that, you know, um, and Kool Aid. Like, don't forget about Kool Aid. I don't drink that. I don't drink Kool Aid. That's just too much. That sugar. was back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you mentioned like Instagram, um, about what people see on Instagram. So it seems that fitness is kind of trendy right now. Yes. So what negatives come with that? Everybody wants to be a trainer. <laughs> ah. and it's annoying. Everybody thinks they're a trainer. People think just because they work out that they can train. It's so different. Mm-hmm. It's so different. Get a certification, get the education first, and then maybe be a trainer. But <laughs> if it's maybe. not your maybe <laughs> shade. <laughs> but if it's not your calling, it's not your calling. Mm-hmm. So no. Um, negatives also with social media surgery. Okay. You want to buy it instead of build it. That's why I have a brand build, build not buy. Okay. <laughs> That's why I came out with um, shirts, tank tops last year or two years ago, squats, not shots, mm-hmm. because people just want to buy it. But you have to realize that even if you do buy it, you still have to work out after because mm-hmm. it just doesn't stay like that forever. So people need to get that out their heads. Yeah, so work it, for it. It's, just work for it. Just do it. It's I'm hard. here. It's, I got you. <laughs> so you so you do feel that plastic surgery has influenced the level of people wanting to get into the gym yeah. and the idea of people wanting to buy it as opposed to doing it. Yeah. Tommy Tuck's Brazilian butt lifts. Like you can definitely build an ass. Yeah. Brazilian I definitely built mine. Brazilian, excuse me? Butt lifts. BBLs. I didn't even know that. Wow. It had a... Brazilian butt lifts? Yeah, BBL. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. It was like actual... Has its own hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. What? Who that's knew? wild. And what about like the detox teas and things like that too? Like that's... Mm, I would say cleanse it. I've never done a... Actually, I have done detox tea. It's mm-hmm. just a laxative. Yeah. So we just pull back the metamucil. Yeah, just <laughs> something. Just add more fiber. Get, to get your some diet. fiber yeah. in your diet. There we go. But and there are some cleanses. They they work, but you have to when you're off of it, you have to ease your way back into food. So uh, you just can't just go crazy right after. Right. I think people want a quick fix. They don't want the longevity. Longevity. They just want the quick. All right, we're good. Yeah, summer body's coming up, and they're like, exactly. oh, I need this now. Yeah, I need, I need, you know, Summer's my biceps, six-pack. I need my butt. I need I need, I need to buy August 3rd. Today is July 26th. Right. Help me out. Listen, okay, okay. I have because I do have pictures saved of, like, my um, body on layaway. Like, I need these pecs. <laughs> I need them arms from him. Are I need those serious? calves. Like, I mean, I have, I mean, those are good, like, it's kind of like a... A it's vision a, board. It could be a motivational type it's of a, thing, too. It's a motivational type of thing. They'd be like, okay, I know that I can't afford to buy it, mm-hmm. so let me go ahead and actually build it. Yeah, build so it I really out. like that build and I bought. Thank you. Um, yeah. How important is it to you to help black black people and impoverished people improve their health? That goes back to the generational um, habits thing because we follow what we see. Yeah. So it's definitely important to break that habit. Like when I used to work at Planet Fitness as a trainer, there was an older guy who started working out. He had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, a lot of bad stuff going on. But I gave him a plan, and two months later, he was like, well, I'm, my medications are pretty much gone now. So I had a moment. It's like, yes, <laughs> you better work. But it's important. Like we want this, you know. We want to survive out here. Yeah, yeah. Trying to live longer yeah. lives. Because we don't. Who wants to die? Young? Yeah, and we don't have if to you die. Can control from diabetes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't have to die. We don't have to get diabetes. Like these are like preventative. And then eating healthy diseases. is not yeah. even that bad. People make it seem like, oh, it's so nasty. All these greens, like 
It's actually good. You can still season some stuff. Just stop yeah. frying everything. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm a vegan, and people always go like, oh, my God, it's gross. I'm like, it's literally vegetables and fruit. What's so gross about eating things that come from the earth? It's so. the flesh. I'm a pescatarian. I haven't had meat since July, so it's mm-hmm. oh. almost a year. I'm a carnivore, okay. but <laughs> that means that um, not, I'm not specific Omnivore, perhaps? Omnivore. You're an omnivore. No, an I'm an herbivore. You're an herbivore. herbivore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just eat everything. Omnivore eats both. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Thanks, Karina. I thought a carnivore was meat. Oh. A carnivore but is meat. But he eats vegetables and shit. Though. Right. Yeah, it's and just meat. Okay. I mean, so technically I'm half vegan, half... <laughs> <laughs> I'm half vegan. I'm half a vegan. <laughs> come from vegan island and all that good <laughs> stuff. So, you know, with you being a personal trainer and uh-huh. with, you know, the social media and Instagram and all the different things, like, um, do you find yourself self-conscious as a personal trainer? Um, and if you do, like, how do you deal with that? Very much so. If I see a mirror, I'm looking in the mirror. Every mirror I walk by, I'm posing like, what's mm-hmm. going on? What's this? I'm self-conscious and self-aware. Mm-hmm. Because when I was in middle school, I was chunky. Mm-hmm. And my fat goes to my arms. So once I get compliments on my arms, I'm like, yes, I did some work. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm still self-conscious yeah. with my arms. So um, mm-hmm. it's just a thing. When you're used to working out mm-hmm. and you see, like, progress, like, say you have a bad week, something going on, you're going through it emotionally, and you look in the mirror like, yeah, that wasn't there last week. I think I gained like two, three pounds. And I really know, like, yeah, I definitely gained three pounds. So I don't know. You just got to stay consistent. You're not you're not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's the process. So Are you one of those lifestyle. people who um, I see myself and I feel self-conscious that I'm going to hit the gym? No. It's more of a I'm so used to going to the gym that I'm just going to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, yeah. no, I don't have to. Because I know people who be like, uh, I'm feeling this way. Let me just go. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. So it's not that bad. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might eat something. Like, I might have some chocolate cake one day. I'm like, dang, I got to go work this off. But it's not that bad. It's not bad. Okay. So it's a healthy. Yeah, it's the balance. It's a balance. It's a balance. Yeah. Can't get too crazy because then we're going to, you know, we're going to have to turn the mics off and have a different conversation. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. None of that craziness. As a personal trainer, do you feel like people come to you with unrealistic body goals? Yes. Because females, what do they want? An ass. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ass and abs. Ass and abs. I want to be abs. thick. So how long is it going to take me to look like that? I'm like, but you don't even look like... All right, so <laughs> what are you eating? Like, people just want a quick fix. Like I said earlier, they want a quick fix. Unrealistic expectations, yes. But if you come to me with something unreal, I'm going to give you a real-ass answer and say, mm-hmm. you need to eat like, like how you yeah. want to look. You so can't just be eating yeah. McDonald's and Burger King. Don't come to me and say, I eat fast food. No, we're we're not yeah. going to do that starting today. I see a lot of, like, um, people that work out on, like, YouTube, and, like, they eat uh, tons of fast food. It's, yeah. like, part of their diet. And I'm, like, essentially, like, how healthy is that for you, like, in the long run? It's not. To just what is pumping yourself I can't think of. full of McDonald's and Burger King, you know? Oh, what's the guy's name? It's still your motherfucking set. C.C. Fletcher. So mm-hmm. that's why he was having a lot of... Um, Health issues because mm-hmm. he used to eat bad to yeah. gain mass, but he would still work out. Mm-hmm. And he had a couple, I don't know if he had a heart attack or heart surgery, but he had a lot of health issues with mm-hmm. that. So he switched his lifestyle around. Mm-hmm. But, so I see that too, like with a lot of like athletes where, or people that work out, they're just dropping fucking dead. Yeah. And it's probably, it might go back to just how they eat. So yeah. with that, yeah. Um, Do you, um, and, and we know that diet is important. Definitely. But what is one piece of advice that you go, that you give your clients across the board, regardless to who they are, what their body weight is? Like, what's the one 
piece of advice you give them? Stop eating fast food. Mm. <laughs> one number yeah. one, drink more water. Does that include like Subway and like what is considered fast food? When I for say those? fast food, because I would eat Subway like randomly. I hate Jimmy John's though. Don't ever bring me Jimmy John's. But <laughs> I would say Taco Bell, McDonald's, um, Burger King. You know anything where they're not physically making your food yeah. in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Like, Chipotle, you can do Chipotle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the Sofritas. <laughs> yes, get the Sofritas. It's so fucking good. <laughs> they are so good. She's not lying. But, um, mm. yeah. Like, I'm in prep right now. I'm doing a bodybuilding competition August 18th. So oh! people don't know that. So I've definitely oh. been dropping bombs. Can I get it? Can you get it? Okay. <laughs> but I'm doing figures. So I started my prep this week. Mm. I think it's, I started Wednesday, so it's day four. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Day four, so mm-hmm. I have to eat six meals a day. I used to do intermittent fasting, which I would, like, fast from 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. And I will just eat from 12 to 8, that time frame. But I will eat, like, maybe two meals. So I started cutting up and leaning out. But going from two meals to six. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's definitely a mental thing, so. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that my cousin, um, shout out to Cam. He um, at one point was like a fitness head, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then he went through some stuff and, and lost his motivation to do so. And mm-hmm. then now he's getting back into it. But I remember him at changing, like, he's meal prepping. He's mm-hmm. um, getting those things together. Like, he is going to the gym in the morning because that's when he has the most energy. Mm-hmm. Like, right. there are little knickknacks that we hear to do that once you actually start doing them, they become easier once you create those habits. But I guess the bad part is breaking those bad ones, right? That's the hard part. That's the real hard part is breaking yeah. those bad habits. Yeah. Yeah. So how, one, yeah. one day at a time. Take how, it one day at a time. How do, you get people out, how do you get people out of their way? They have to want it. Yeah. Like, I'm just a catalyst. I'm here to motivate. I can't make you. Yeah. Like, you have to want this more than I want it for you. So. That makes sense. So when it comes to like, do people like just hit you up, or do you like ever like be like, hey, I'm doing these special classes? Like, shout out to Tierra Cartwell because she does all my banners and hey, advertisement. Yes, Um Emails. Well, you mean like for personal training? People hit me up via email, via DMs, which I rarely see. Which I always say, hit me up via email. It's on my page. And I post flyers all the time. Yeah. So if you follow me, you'll see it on my Instagram story, or you see it on my feed. You'll see it on Facebook and Twitter. So yeah. I try to post. How strenuous are you? Do you feel like your workouts are like? Do you like you build these workouts and then you have to commit to them <laughs> to show the results? Like they vary. They vary. <laughs> <laughs> they vary. It's some killer ones in there. Then it's some days where it's like, okay, this is easy. Yeah. That was the breeze. The next day it's like, oh my god, I died. Like what was that? So y'all so, hear this first that it's it not always. Yes. There's levels to this shit. Trainers There's definitely levels. Hate to themselves this. too sometimes. Yes. There I beat the go. gym cussing myself out. Oh, like why? Why are you? Why did you do all this heavy? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and, and I know that you have a degree in biology. Like how does yeah. that play? into what you do for people. That's why I'm going back to school for physical therapy. Mm. Keep this movement going. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't really think it plays a big part. (laughs) Only because I still got a certification after that Mm. for personal training, Mm. so that played more of a part, but knowing the anatomy and physiology of the body does help with Mm. mechanics. Not how things work. Yeah. What's the end goal? Here, so say twenty years down the line, like are we gonna be seeing more booty but uh, boot camps? Are we gonna be seeing any more thirty day challenges? Are you yes. trying to do work for the work for a uh, a league? Yes, 
all, all of that. that. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. Um, with uh, physical therapy, I do want to be like on maybe a football team, like on the sideline. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. It's, so, a, it's, a it's so crazy because yeah. when I was dancing um, for the Stormtrooper gigs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the NBA, we were um, at these shows and at these venues and the whole new Pistons arena, Little Sisters Arena, is really set up very, very nice. The underground mm-hmm. where the players go. Their physical therapy, like, fitness center is impeccable. It's like a science lab. Where is it? Uh, it's Little Caesars Arena. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still haven't been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you need to pass to get down all the way down there. But um, the like, it's like a science lab in there. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And I, you see the the work that these players do and these athletes do um, is strenuous. So even though they work out and they have these things, there's still things that happen to them that need to. Muscles yeah. get pulled and uh, from terrible from bad stretching. You know, it's not always just because you're a professional doesn't mean that you do everything correct all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Accidents do happen. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So the physical therapy aspect of it, does that, uh, you want to get back into that because um, injuries that you see people oh, get my, or my like own what? Life. What's your own life? Your own my life. own life. Yeah. I had three surgeries. I had two on my shoulder and one on my knee. So I had to go to rehab a lot, especially with my shoulder because it kept dislocating. Mm-hmm. So I have a whole story about this on YouTube. Nick, it's Nick B Space Fit. Yeah. Yeah. Nick B. Space Fit. Drop all of your handles. <laughs> like, Steel shoulder. And then you can go at nickbfit.com. You'll see it on the homepage. Ow. Yeah. See, come on, website. Come on, official. Thanks, Tia. <laughs> come on. It oh, takes... wait. I have to say something. Okay. Shout out to. Oh, wait. I might wait to the end. Okay. I mean, we getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. All well, right. I'll wait. Yeah, but for the most part, like, I mean, you have enlightened us about things that mm-hmm. I personally didn't know, even as a dancer. Like, I need to be more physically aware yeah. of that because I've pulled muscles mm-hmm. and, and just waited out. Like, I know, that's terrible, right? Like, I just pulled muscles and waited out. Like, I'll soak, and then I just want to dance for a couple weeks and try it's to work it up. Bad. Like At least you're recovering. You're staying yeah. off of it. Yeah, I try to stay off of it, but it's hard to stay off of it when you are so when you got a coach and you mm-hmm. got to teach and you got to go to work and you got to fit because those because those muscles are still being active where you're lifting boxes and right. doing mm-hmm. different things mm-hmm. um and my dumb ass injured myself all the time like i injured yeah. myself vogan at <laughs> the motherfucking event yeah i was like is he gonna be okay because he really hitting the ground and guess what and i and you know listen it up and it fucked him up so. oh. you know what hey you know yeah. a lot happens when there's alcohol involved <laughs> You know, you know, right. you wake up the next morning, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, shit." Um, also, uh, thank you to everybody who came to the Mindfuck event on yes. that Tuesday. We had a really great time. It was a really great turnout. It was bigger than the first one. So when we have our next one, that means everybody should be there, um, and buying us drinks, lots of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, and see us cut know, a rug see us and cut a rug. network and talk to all of our guests who should be coming to hang out and have a good yes. time, etc. You know. <laughs> So yeah, so you know we really want we really appreciate you coming through today and, and talking to us. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Shawnee. Miss you, boo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and enlightening us about some things that we may and might may have not known about. Um, personal trainers cuss themselves out. Yes, because um, <laughs> you make it look so easy. You telling me like you can do twenty more push ups, and I just did six hundred. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we do appreciate you for coming through, swinging Thanks. through. Um, you want to you give for... any shouts out? You know, wait, I got I got to drop one more thing. Okay, my, my built and I bought thirty day challenge June first. Yes, registration is available. It opened Monday. It closes May thirty first. It's forty five dollars. 
It's via online training. It's high-intensity um, based. There are different workouts every day. The intensity changes from day to day. And shout-out to Celeste Eat Clean with C. Jean. She did the nutrition plan. So, yeah. But back to my other shout-outs. Mm-hmm. God, hey. Hey. Yes. Hey, Mom. I'm going to make her listen to this. <laughs> and my brother and my dad, hey. Shout-out to my best friends, Nita, Vita, and Bianca. Hey, girl. Celeste. Um, my boo thing. Hey, boo thing. Um, <laughs> hey, boo thing. <laughs> Shout out to Lena of Sweat by LMT. I'm one of her brand ambassadors. She did this bag for me. So, yes. Y'all oh, can't see a bag. Sweet. Well, somebody can. Well, I need a dance duffel bag. <laughs> I, like I want to, to call on her. That yes. is sickness. Shout out to Lena. Yeah, wish y'all can see this. But you can go to her page. <laughs> you can go to my Instagram. Aha. Yeah, yeah what's your Instagram? Instagram. NickB.fit. Spell that out for us. N-I-C-B.F-I-T. Sweet. Yes. Into the shout out. To oh. Wait, shout out to all my fit base and shout out to all my clients and shout out to everybody that supports me and yeah. everybody that I motivate. I love all y'all. Come all on. Right. You better give the award show okay. speech. <laughs> right, right, wait, wait. Feel like everybody for the music. Wait. Come on. <laughs> Cut the music off. The music done. I'm not I'm not done. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I've been waiting like to write your I've been waiting all this time right, right. to get this. I'm here now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> um well, um I have some shout outs. Uh shout outs to me. Because hey. uh, without me, then my shit wouldn't pop. Okay. You know? Um, shout out to Exhibit 8, who hosts my um, hip-hop classes every Tuesday from 7.30 to 9 oh um, at Exhibit 8. Come. Yeah, come. Come hang out. Come Clients, dance. I got to cancel some sessions. You know, hey, because it's come important. Too. My classes are $15. Um, Ooh, I do it every, I do it every week. Um, I also am starting to do private lessons. And so you can follow me on Instagram and DM me for those if, if details and that information. Oh um, I want to shout out to my Mindfuck cast yeah. because um, hey. those are my homies. <laughs> this is the stuff. Shout out to Shop Talk Podcast of for course. always housing us and Dang. giving us the best um, engineer engineering um, shout out to my mom shout out to my family uh, shout out to my grandma who just got out of the hospital oh, and hey, yeah shout out to um, my dog Caesar because he <laughs> keeps me happy um, energized when I'm feeling down um, shout outs to Dynamic Divas of Detroit which is the coach the team that the majorette team that I coach we actually have a performance on June 2nd um we have um, a video shoot downtown on June 3rd. Uh, we just out here making moves and doing different things, and I keep my hands busy. Booked and busy. Um, yeah, Shout-outs to um, LookVine.com, who featured me on uh, their website um, and made me the cover of their that blog particular post. Um, Shout-outs to... Um, Instagram for being uh, a, a catalyst place. and a place to for me to put out my work and people to like it and love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout-outs to... God and the world and Amen. peace and fuck 45. That's not a shout out, fuck but fuck that guy. Yeah, I always want to shout out um, my mom. Her birthday is on the 30th of this month. So happy birthday. the day after this pot, this comes out, happy birthday, mommy. Thanks for getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> missing work that night. <laughs> my dad. Thanks. Great. Appreciate that so much, y'all. You don't understand. Shout out to um, my podcast. Yeah. I love y'all. This has been incredible. Shout out to we Shout love you too. Talk Podcast. If you want to have some quality shit for your podcast, you should come here because I heard some of y'all shit. <laughs> no shame. It's all, it, it's we're only helping. We're only helping. Also. Not hurting, just helping. Not not hurting. Um, Who else I want to shout out? Shout out to my boo, my bae. Uh, shout out to you. You're awesome. Bae. <laughs> Not blacking your face out on social media because I actually like you. Great. 
So it's it's not a secret. It's not a situation ship. It's a relationship. Shout out to Spectacles. Shout out to Spectacles. Hey, Dana. And shout out to my favorite bar in the whole city, Queens Bar. Shout out to Queens Bar. I love y'all. Shout out to Daryl. Drink shop you make. Shout out to Daryl for coming through. His birthday is today, right? The yeah. 27th? That's where we at? He's a Saturday. His birthday is one of these days. So happy birthday, Daryl. Thank you so much for coming out. I'm in DJing. Uh, it was his first time, right? Yeah, you and had the, the, the bar rocking. rocking. My girl had to had let me hold her purse because she was just twerking. No, so, like for literally like three yeah. songs straight. Three songs like, straight. Like that was a complete workout, yeah. and it was a phenomenal it was. show. And yeah, we had fun when we got home. But yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that. So yeah, shout out to my family. Shout out to my all my siblings. Uh, shout out to my little bro- my little brother who just graduated from um, high school a few days ago. My one and only little brother. Aww. Shout yeah. out to little George. Shout out to my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to her not turning her phone off. It's time to eat. It's, it's time, time to eat. eat. But yeah. See, it's the schedule. <laughs> hey, also, um, yeah. hey, you can follow me, Paris Christopher, at mm-hmm. x. Paris Christopher on Instagram. I am Primetime PC on Twitter. Uh, don't. Add me as a friend on Facebook. I'm not going to add you back. You need to make both of your handles the same. I probably should. But <laughs> try to put Christopher on Twitter. I can never get the ER. It's like Christoph. Christoph. And I'm like, that's not cute. X Christoph. Yeah, X yeah. Christoph. Yeah, or, yeah. X Christoph. See, you could have been Christoph. I could have been Christoph if it's something fancy. Yeah. But um, yeah, everybody follow me there. Um, follow at MindFucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, M-I-N-D-P-H-U-K-D. I think that's how you spell it. I think that's how we spell it. I always it. be like, I gotta look at it and spell it. Yeah. Follow me on social media. I'm just as J-U-S-T-S-N-A-Z-Z. That's everywhere. That's on Facebook. That's on the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. Uh, what's the other shit that's on Instagram? My music is um everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Tidal. What's your book called? Oh, my book um is called Relax, Relapse, uh, Repeat. That's Double. on Double. Amazon. It's I a young e book. Make sure y'all read okay. that shit because mm-hmm. it's inspired by stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, we talk about some addictions. Some just read it, okay. Read it. Uh, also, read it. as listeners, please um, participate. Participate. Also, speaking of participating, you know, guys know that we are doing a Get Mind Fucked giveaway mm-hmm. every week until the first week of September. September? Yeah. Yep. So all we you have to do is it. DM us, one of us, the group chat, or mm-hmm. whatever you want to contact us about your favorite part of the latest episode that you hear. And you can win something. And you can win possibly. some, possibly win something. Um, it's a list of stuff. We have uh, haircuts, uh, makeup artists, makeup artists. We have oh, headshots. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have um, fit. We have uh, twerk fit classes. Yeah. We have things lined up for everything that you possibly could do. Mm-hmm. We have more to come and a lot of more mind fucked events. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I think that's. I think we covered everything. I think we covered just about everything. You know, shout out to everybody that listens to this podcast. Uh, we appreciate you. Make sure you're sharing this, leaving comments, subscribing so that you can get it right away. Just keep on supporting. Oh. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Again, shout outs to Shani the Hippie, mm-hmm. which is Shani the Hippie on Twitter and the Hippie on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think we did everything. So yeah. I just want to say thank you for listening today and yeah. keep getting my fuck. Keep getting my fuck. Make sure you drink water and eat your greens, okay? Yeah, and mind your business. And mind your business. <laughs> mind your Boom. Business. Boom.